Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. All right, I got two words for you. Happy Friday. (laughs) Are you as excited as I am as we approach the weekend? And whatever you have in store, hopefully something that will be an opportunity for you to rest, relax, unwind, unplug for a while. Yes, even from the crazy world of news and politics and all of that stuff. But we are here today to jump right in. One of the things that's been a theme for me for a long time, and I don't care who's in office, but I'm a firm believer that America works. America works. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. At the end of the day, what keeps things going? It's people like you. You sitting in your car right now, driving on the way to work. Or maybe you're in your workplace. Maybe you're working from home. And let me just tell you, I salute you as a fellow American who helps to make this dream work. And I know we're all at different places. Many of us may not be where we want to be. But this is truly a land of opportunity. And I've contended for quite some time and continue to. That. This is kind of like a machine. You know, it's kind of interesting. I made a reference the other day. I don't know what the context was, but I was talking about the deist theory of God, which is basically that God just pretty much put things in place and, you know, it's the clockmaker theory, creates the clock and just lets it run. And truthfully, when it comes to the free market system, America and opportunity, that's really how the country works. America works. We get out there, we bust our rear ends, we take care of ourselves and our families, and in the process, we create something, we maintain something, we build something. And this happens no matter who's in office. So along the way, and I've said this before, this is just, you know, I'm just... Some may say this is an overgeneralization. I don't think it is. I know there are bad and good times that come to different administrations, but overall, when you have tax and spend policies, when you have burdensome regulations, you have government that interferes with the wonderful experiment with a free market system that produces the most for the most people. So when they come in and they're in power, they throttle our success. 
and they can temper our success. But at the end of the day, you take the governors off. You know, for those of you who maybe wonder what I'm talking about with governors, I remember years ago, it's been a long time, but I remember the first time I helped somebody move with a U-Haul truck, and it has a governor in it. At the time, I don't know, what did, did it limit the speed to, what, 60 miles an hour? And you could you could put that pedal to the floor. You ain't going any faster than 60 miles an hour, period. This is what government does to business, to free enterprise. It restrains these things. But at the end of the day, we fight through it somehow. And we continue to do what we can to promote prosperity, to walk out prosperity economically. This is why we had such enormous success during the Trump administration. Think whatever you like of Donald Trump. I'm not a big fan of his antics. But what I loved is he understood economics. Leave the economy alone. Get rid of burdensome regulations and let America be America. And we had an extraordinary time of prosperity. And I want to make it clear. I celebrate prosperity and success for America and Americans, no matter who's in office. That's important to understand. New information out this morning on what's going on economically. And it's actually good news. I love the headline Breitbart has for the story. Because it's the important context that has to be understood. America created 263,000 jobs in November. Joe Biden did not create those jobs. And honestly, if there were a Republican in office, I would be saying the same thing. The only thing the Republican would be doing, if it's a person who is truly following conservative values, is they're taking off the restraints, the governors, that throttle our success and allowing us to soar. But in terms of the actual job creation and work, we do it. We do it. Non-farm payrolls, up 263000 for the month. Unemployment rate now 3.7%, according to the Labor Department. Payroll, this payroll number, well above the estimate of 200000 Remember, we're at 263000 Average hourly earnings, up 0.6% for the month, double the estimate. 5.1% annually. Versus the 4.6% expectation. As you know, this is offset by that I word, inflation. Did I have to remind you about that? (laughs) Job growth much better than expected in November, despite the Federal Reserve's aggressive efforts to slow the labor market and tackle inflation. Monthly gain, a slight decrease from October's upwardly revised 284,000. 
A broader measure of unemployment that includes discouraged workers and those holding part-time jobs for economic reasons edged lower to 6.7%. It'll likely do little to slow a Fed that's been raising interest rates steadily this year to try to bring inflation down, still running near its highest level in more than 40 years. The rate increases have brought the Fed's benchmark overnight borrowing rate to a target range of 3.7524%. And another blow to the Fed's anti-inflation efforts, average hourly earnings jumping 0.6% for the month, double the Dow Jones estimate, wages up 5.1% on a year-to-year basis, also well above the 4.6 expectation. What does this likely mean? Well, they're probably going to be even more aggressive, as in the Fed, because the Fed needs to manage our economy. I don't buy this garbage. I don't. We've had plenty of discussions about the Fed, and yes, I do believe the Federal Reserve Act needs to be repealed. Another story for another day. (laughs) Much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, if you'd like to join the conversation, you are welcome to the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And on that text line, speaking of the jobs issue, since all these new jobs are low-tier jobs in restaurants and hotels, we're losing high-paying manufacturing jobs by the thousands. Hmm. Vince, I texted in the other day about freedom of speech. The limitation there should be with it. Well, it's come to fruition already. (laughs) As to what I was saying a day or two ago, Kanye West went on Twitter, talked about the goodness of Hitler. More so, even saluted the swastika. So when we say freedom, that's what I mean by limitation. He's very influential. And our young people will gravitate to that. If I can comfort you, I... This is where I have a great deal of confidence in the American people. By the way, if we get to it, we may talk about that. I have a story on Kanye West. By the way, he's been banned from Twitter over this nonsense. I don't think this kind of stupidity gets traction. I really don't. This is why I get really ticked off when I listen to Joe Biden and the other politicians who like to exploit this stuff. Because I think a lot of times we give this and these people more attention than they deserve. Let them have their fun in their little phone booth with all the other people who fit into that phone booth with them. Because I think it's such a small minority of people who will buy into this stuff. You know, I, you know, I'm open to evidence to the contrary. I just don't think Kanye is winning people over with this nonsense. I don't. I agree with you. America works, but not as well 
as it should, based on the ideas espoused in our founding. If you really want to see it work, get rid of Janet Yellen. Anyone like her, along with the IRS, you'll see America work like you've never imagined it could. I'm fully with you. It's not just a matter of getting rid of Janet Yellen. It's getting rid of the organization she used to work for, the Federal Reserve. Get rid of all of these so-called government financial leaders, managers, We don't need to be managed. The economy does not need to be managed by anyone. This is just pure fantasy. So Vince, I'm assuming you believe Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules belongs in the fantasy section instead of laughing it off. Let's hear your argument against it. I'm serious. Would love to hear it. It's on my list to watch at some point. Not the top of my list, but I will check it out. And I've not made any statements about it one way or the other, having not checked it out. Vince, we're all slaves to the government, no matter who is in office. For 10 years, I've been getting my reparations with my money. It's called Social Security and Medicare. (laughs) Russ out of Moonville. Good day. Yes. I understand where you're coming from. Vince Kanye is an idiot for making those vile remarks. But he still has that right. And we have the right not to listen. Exactly. But we also have this. Maybe you should do your own investigation of what Kanye said. You might be surprised. You know, many call Christianity nonsense, but you and I know better. Hmm. Vince, which one would you rather be, a vampire or a werewolf? (laughs) For those of you not familiar with this, this was from a clip I played yesterday from Herschel Walker. They apparently took some audio from a campaign appearance he did where he was talking about this very subject. About how a werewolf could beat a vampire or, or vice versa. I don't even remember. And they, it's a very effective commercial. It's, it's designed to just show and try to portray Herschel Walker as just being kind of a loony bin. You know, a person who belongs in the loony bin. It's kind of scary. Not very flattering. (laughs) Texter says, amen and amen, Vince, to getting rid of the Fed. Thought, has the Fed ever been audited since its latest creation? Of course not. See, the first step is to audit the Fed. The second step, once you audit the Fed, you'll come to understand (laughs) the, I don't know what words you would use to describe what has been going on for a long time. Which is why it's probably not going to happen. See, this is where the lightweight Mitch McConnell's and the Kevin McCarthy's, these are waters they simply will not wade into. They're not going to go there. You know, it's, it's, you know, I laugh when I, you know, I hear people have these conversations about the deep state. We can't even deal with the shallow state. We can't. The people who are elected have no appetite for dealing with anything serious this is why i can't i'm I'm not going to get worked up about oh the deep state this and that you know when i see people do just take very basic steps like reining in spending then i may (laughs) begin to think okay they can take on something bigger there's no appetite for it really isn't one 
Vince, never heard of you. Don't care. I care less. I'm too busy raising my family to care about somebody's name. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody named Yay. I, I think that's what they meant here. I, I, I'm with you. See, and I, th- I think people turn this stuff off. You, you see, you know, this is where if I were a friend of Kanye's, you know what I would tell him to do? As your, you know, because he allegedly went through some spiritual transformation. As your spiritual advisor, you know what my first recommendation is: shut the freaking Twitter off, get away from social media, go pro- private for a while, and try to figure out who you are. Don't do this publicly, because in the meantime, you're going to make a total fool out of yourself. And that's exactly what's happening. But that's just me. I've not been hired to do such, so there you go. Speaking of audits, the Pentagon has failed to deliver on their audit again. Several billion dollars unaccounted for. Boy, shocking. (laughs) Win jail. Uh, Never. (laughs) That's the answer to that question. Good morning, Vince. Herschel Walker may not have 100% of his mental faculties. He was 100% more. Then Joe Biden, have a blessed holiday season with your family. Merry Christmas. That's from Max out of Powdersville. Hey, yeah, it's, I don't know. That's kind of a contest, isn't it? The mental acuity between those two guys. Much more as we continue the broadcast. I, I want to talk about how it's done. You're going to hear an example of how it's done. A state dealing with big Hollywood, big corporations... We've got that and much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. Lots of interesting stuff here on this text line. Beginning with this. Did I hear correctly you haven't seen 2,000 Mules? Whether you agree with it or not, it should be part of your research and prep. It's part of your job, I would think. Your audience sure has, I bet. I know many of you have. You don't need to ban Kanye from Twitter for what he said in an interview. With freedom of speech being the rule, idiotic ideas are automatically self-banning. There won't be audience if not enough people listen to fund it. Vince, don't say anything about taking the Fed down. You may be fired now that you have. Jesus, Abe Lincoln, JFK, many more found, found out. Not to upset the bankers. (laughs) If you were a friend of Kanye's, you would at least listen to what he's saying and look into it for yourself before passing judgment, like we encourage non-Christians to do. Let me just quickly say to you, I I listen to anyone, and I listen to all kinds of ideas. The most important ideas to me are relational, and personal, those are the, the most important ones. Why do I say that? Because all of this stuff is white noise. It's garbage. How does it build anybody? I hope you understand what I'm saying by this. Yeah, I would listen. But I tell him, you know, stay off the freaking social media. 
If I had a wife like Kanye West, I would wake up to a good breakfast every morning if you get my drift. <laughs> well, you see how well that worked out, huh? My goodness. Let's see here. I, do, I really want to share this one because this person clearly understands what's going on. I don't know what you're saying is our best example. I assume this is voice to text. Men create fractional shares banking, which history has shown always to fail. This is why we need a Fed to print more money. Mm-hmm. The economy does need to be managed because the economy simply, it does not need to be managed. It's simply people interacting and trading with one another. The founders argued greatly over the idea of a central bank. James Madison understood it best when he said, if men were angels, there would be no need for government. Sam Bankman, banks win, common men loses, privatized gains, socialized losses. Good luck changing this. Yeah, this is for all the cards here, folks. And do you hear us having lofty discussions like this? No. We're still talking about garbage in the political realm. Let's talk about a battle that's been very successful down in the state of Florida. This is one of the reasons why I have such admiration for Ron DeSantis. He's actually gotten legislation passed. That's what I like. The only real changes you're going to bring about is when you have things passed into law. Law empowering parents, protecting children from predator corporations like Disney. Yes, I said it. Who don't care about your children. Teachers organizations who don't care about your children. Who see them as targets of propaganda. DeSantis, he's got the battle scars on this. Have you seen what's happened with Bob Iger pretty much coming out and saying, expressing regret about Disney getting involved in this legal battle, this issue? Breitbart's story on this about Ron DeSantis now firing back at Disney, Bob Iger the returning CEO lamenting the entertainment giant, the giant somehow unwillingly dragged into a political fight in the Sunshine State over the parental rights in education bill. This was during an interview Tuesday evening with Tucker Carlson. You're going to hear this clip of Bob Iger, and he is back at Disney in the wake of his predecessor Bob Chapek's strife-strown tenure to offer contrition. And he's talking about how the company really bloodied itself on this battle, and they came out in the losing end because Florida went ahead and took the step of protecting children. They're not interested in allowing children to be propagandized, to be uh, polluted with garbage. Here is Bob Iger and his expression of contrition. I was sorry to see us um, uh, dragged into that battle. 
Um, and I have no idea e exactly what its ramifications are in terms of um, the business itself. Um, what I can say is the state of Florida has been important to us for a long time, and we have been very important to the state of Florida. That is something I'm extremely mindful of and will articulate if I get the chance. Interesting. I mean, you understand, Bob Iger, he, the guy's been around the block. He knows the deal. And I'm sure he's going to want to, and maybe privately, he's going to want to engage Ron DeSantis and others, recognizing the climate of Florida. This is not going to change overnight. And I hope it doesn't change at all. I love the way Ron DeSantis addressed this. See, and I think this is brilliant, what he has to say. Here's Ron DeSantis. You know, keep in mind, here's Bob Iker saying, you know, I regret we were dragged into this. <laughs> Ron DeSantis uh fires back listen we didn't drag them in tucker they went in on their own and not only opposed the bill they threatened to get it repealed these are parents rights important policies in our state that are very popular and so they brought this on themselves yeah. all we did was stand up for what's right and yes they're a big powerful company but you know what we stand up for our folks and i don't care what a burbank based california company says about our laws that's a boss right there. See, this is not in, in do whatever you want with what I'm about ready to say. This is not a whole lot of bluster and aimlessly picking fights with people. This is substantively taking measures to protect children and standing on it, getting it done with legislation. And this is something Hopefully, that'll bear fruit for a generation and beyond. I certainly hope so. This, folks, is how you do it. And you call out the company. You know, you weren't dragged into this. You leaped into this. And in the process, they lost. Thank God, they lost. <laughs> Much more. As we continue our Friday broadcast, stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. JT says, you probably can't repeat this on the air, but I like Ron DeSantis because he has more balls than a golf course. See, this is, this is where, what's the word I'm looking for? This is where boldness and courage and all this stuff really comes in because you've really done something. You're not just talking. It's not just bluster. You make a declaration, I am going to protect children. You have legislation that is passed. You sign it. You stand by it. And you say to the corporations, you know what? You're based out in California. You can do whatever the hell you want out in California. We're Florida. These are our values. We are not into sexualizing children. That's what a boss does. This is good stuff. 
This is a record to run on. This is a record to run on if you want to be president of the United States. I'm just saying. On the text line, 2,000 mules is amazing. It really scares me that people believe it's true. I'm sure Santa Claus will bring you a copy. It's about as authentic as believing in Santa Claus. Oh, my goodness. You say stay off the freaking social media. So you're saying we should listen to mainstream media that we know for a fact lies? Folks, here we go with the false binary choices again. And you have to have to remember context. What, what, what did I say a few minutes ago? I was saying to Kanye, stay off social media. If I were advising him, I would tell him, don't go on social media and post about whatever journey, whatever it is, stuff you're going through. Stay off. Don't post anything. Try to figure out your own freaking life. Get your own act together. That's the point I was making. Hmm. This is interesting. DeSantis is Trump with self-control. Therefore, Trump is not an option any longer. That is an, that is a very insightful post. Very insightful. Vince, how about a DeSantis Scott ticket, as in Tim Scott, I assume? Boy, that would be rather interesting, wouldn't it? DeSantis should pick up the Polk County Sheriff and make a run at 2024. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. Hmm. I guess we we do have time for this because I really want to address this subject. And I hope we see examples of leaders standing up for what's right. Now that the House will be under Republican control. I've got to tell you, folks, I have very limited and managed expectations here. Because, again, if it looks like Kevin McCarthy is going to be the House Speaker, I don't expect a lot of courage. I really don't. And I don't expect to see much of anything. Here's an example conservatives are jumping on. And it's what's happening to our military. What's the purpose of the military? You remember Rush talking about, I've always appreciated Rush on so many areas, but one of them, he talked about the military. What's the military for? Kill people, break things. Nobody wants things to come to war, but if it has to come to war, that's what you want, a military prepared to do that. What's happened to our military? They've been turned into yet another place for social experiments. So House conservatives are drawing red lines on the annual defense spending bill called the National Defense Authorization Act, demanding congressional leaders permit rank-and-file lawmakers to amend the legislation to remove woke military policies. In a letter sent to the chairman, ranking members of the House and Senate Armed Services Committees, Chip Roy from Texas and other conservative Republicans said negotiations over the must-pass defense bill must include key reforms on abortion policy, selective service, COVID-19 vaccine mandates, and President Biden's radical social agenda. I want you to hear how this is addressed by Tom Cotton, who hits this right on the head. He hits this out of the park. This is what 
true conservatives need to be doing to make sure that the military is left alone to do what it does best. Here's Tom. And we established our own anonymous tip line last year and we were flooded with hundreds of instances of inappropriate training sessions or other kinds of commentary or misplaced priorities in our military. I've racists repeatedly with our senior military leadership and tried to address it in the annual defense bill. I also write about it in my book, Only the Strong. The liberal progressives have an effort to neuter our military, not just by cutting the budget, uh, but by engaging in left-wing social engineering. A lot of these progressives seem to worry more about training social justice warriors than actual warriors trained to kill, or whether our drill sergeants are teaching soldiers the right pronouns as opposed to teaching them small unit combat tactics. Uh, this is dangerous for them because it could potentially put them in the fight unprepared, but it's dangerous for our country more fundamentally because we rely on these young men and women to keep us safe. Yes, uh, this is uh, right on the money. And I hope that there are other Republicans actually rally to this cause and take a stand. By the way, we have Joe Biden speaking now on the railroad issue. Concerns about a possible railroad shutdown. We're going to listen in on this and find out what he has to say. And we'll talk about it on the other side. We also have a couple of great items for Faith Focus Friday. Potentially life-changing. Stay with us. Hour number two straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, aiming the cannon of truth at strongholds of stupidity. Who, who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? So we need to stop that beef on or impoverish the cops crap. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Hour number two of our broadcast. <laughs> Uh huh. How do you like Biden and his media shoving into the face of America's dinner plans tonight of 200 Maine lobsters and caviar? Nice, huh? <laughs> Could you repeat what the guy said about DeSantis being like Trump? Because Trump voters would likely prefer the DeSantis style of Trump. I would, and I'd voted for Trump twice. Uh, here's what he said. I want to go back to this. I'm going to save this quote. It's a really good one. Let us see where it is. Where is it? Where is it? DeSantis is Trump with self-control. Therefore, Trump is not an option any longer. I think that's one of the most insightful texts that I've seen this entire week. I mean, it, it, it's, it's pithy. It gets right to the heart of the matter. And, and let me just add, since we're there, because I don't want to go down and get bogged down in this, and increasingly it doesn't look like it's even necessary, but there's so much that could have been done that could still be done. If only that self-control were there for Donald Trump. Discipline. Discipline. We have this detractor. Uh, DeSantis is only a governor with no real experience. <laughs> really? <laughs> where do you get this from? I haven't really seen him do that much except with the opposition to sexualizing children. That's not enough experience to run a country on. Maybe in 2028, Tim Scott is a terrible do-nothing senator. Okay. <laughs> I'm just 
really? Inexperienced? Four years? And he's inexperienced. Oh, I think dealing with COVID as he has, providing leadership during that era without locking down his state? Do you not think that is an extraordinary example of leadership? When the whole country has been cursing him, the media coming after him? Oh, I think there is some real leadership that's been evidenced there. I'm just saying. Let's quickly get to Faith Focus Friday and some other items here. Um, both of these are from my, my friend, Dr. Steve Crosby. And they relate to two totally different things. The second thing especially, I think, can be very life-changing. And, and I want to speak to you, and I'm previewing this now. Maybe you're a person who, I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe you're a person who's kind of superstitious. And I say religiously superstitious. What I'm talking about is there's a human tendency to try to assign God's hand at work in ways that he may not be working. If I have something adverse happen to me, I, all too often, and a lot of times we, there are voices within us telling us, oh, God, is he's getting me for this or that. Voices of condemnation, guilt, that may plague us, and it's not God. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. First thing I want to address is the subject of identification. You want to reach somebody, folks, and, and this may be life-changing for you. It has been for me. You know, we watch day after day as people battle over ideas. The goal, I would like to think, is to convince and win people over, you know, especially where I'm from in terms of my spiritual background, it's to win hearts and minds of people to the heart of God. That's the priority. The starting place really isn't words. It's not words. This is one of the reasons why very few people are convinced and changed on anything. Typical Steve Crosby post on this subject about identification. In the incarnation, Jesus took on our humanity, all of it. He became who we are to show us the way. He didn't just remotely lecture humanity from a distance. Here's the book of rules. See you when you die. Maybe. That was attempted at Sinai. Didn't work well. In the New Covenant, one, God gave a son who two identified with us before three speaking to us too many believers please listen to me on this too many believers just want to lecture others from the bible missing the all critical mission of identification john 3:16 god so loved his predisposition in action, that he gave a son, not a lecture. This son became one of us, identified. 
that whosoever should believe, instruction comes third. We lead with love and identification, not information. I'm believing right now that at least one person is going to be profoundly impacted by this. And I, let me just say, oh goodness, let me just say that um, I dare to believe that there's somebody within the sound of my voice, you have a family situation going on right now. You've tried to deal with this with information. Just pounding and pounding with information. Try stepping back to love and identification first. I believe you may see a difference in a family situation. Just putting that out there. Love, identification, then instruction. I'm, I'm telling you folks, this has changed my life and how I, and, and one of the things that was so encouraging to me, I realized I've been living this for a good part of my life, but when I heard it, I recognized how to sharpen this even more. You know, you've heard that saying, people don't want to know how much you know until they know how much you care. That's the starting place. Then all of a sudden, hmm, my, I'm, I'm ready to listen. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you have? What do you have? And when you got people asking, that's an awesome place to be. Other element of faith, Focus Friday, still to come. And I'm believing, folks, this could be life-changing for you, like what I just shared. That much more as we continue our Friday edition of the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Back on the text line. Thank you, my brother Vince. God bless you for telling the truth. Merry Christmas to you. Remember the literal translation of the word Christmas is, I love Jesus, so I love you. That's really good. This person saying, thank you for that word of advice, Vince. I'm in that difficult family of unbelievers. Incarnation, that's the important word for you. Incarnation. Let the life of God fill you and let that speak more than anything else in the way you engage, relate, love, care, nurture. And when the opportunity comes, then you share the words. I have an update on a story. Um, It's before we get to 
the other item for Faith Focus Friday. It's an update I don't like to give. I have a friend, a well-placed source, who has passed on on some very sad news. We don't normally do a lot of crime news coverage on this broadcast. Sadly, yesterday afternoon, we had a story where a young student was shot at a school bus stop. This was Lanza Drive off Robinson Church Road. 17-year-old injured. Teen, a student at Rocky River High School, just gotten off the school bus. And he was shot. Yesterday, reported to be in stable condition. I've since learned from this as well. Um, this story, the police reporting five homes were also hit by gunfire. Including a shot, you know, as, as you're in this kind of situation and people are shooting randomly, uh, whatever the purpose is, there is no care at all about what happens. Sadly, I've learned from a source, a friend of mine, that this young person has passed away. 17 years old teenager, student. Ah, this so grieves my heart. Who knows what this is about? Neighbors saying this may have started with an altercation at school that continued in the neighborhood. Ah, but this seriously so grieves my heart. My friend sent this text to me this is why I paused a little bit during the previous segment because I saw this text basically good morning brother pray for the young man's family who was shot by another student he just passed away how do you possibly deal with such horrible grief the loss of a young life like that and again, over who knows what. <sighs> the other part of uh, Faith Focus Friday. Hmm. Dealing with adversity. You know, there's, there's, there's a part of us, and I, I mentioned this before, that as human beings, we can very often try to divine what is happening to us. And, you know, this is the hand of God potentially punishing me for this or that. Or Another Steve Crosby post. I've had several identical conversations with different folks who are very confused about the cruciform life being crucified with Christ, etc. Too big a subject to address in detail, but here are some simple adjustments. One, just because you're experiencing negative things, bad stuff is happening in your life, does not mean God is trying to teach you something, or you are learning to walk the crucified life. Two, no, bad stuff happens. And often there is no more significance than welcome to the human species. 
bad stuff happens to everybody. Three, I'm saddened by the high number of believers I meet who are locked into Deuteronomic thinking. In other words, their heads are buried in Deuteronomy. If you do good, you will be blessed. If you don't, you will experience punitive suffering. Who sinned, this man or his parents, type of thinking. It is outrageous that anyone professing to know Jesus would embrace this. Jesus specifically overturned this kind of thinking. But this is an example of the kind of trouble you'll get into reading scripture with a flat hermeneutic. Folks, Jesus is superior to Moses. Jesus is not Moses 2.0. If you bring this kind of thinking to your understanding of the cruciform way, you're going to be a very messed up person, perhaps literally mentally unwell and definitely emotionally damaged. Jesus was highly favored and experienced all kinds of negative things. The cruciform way has to do with Guess what Jesus is trying to crucify? Your ego. Self-governance. Not your circumstances. I also think this is liberating for a lot of people. That's what he's after. He wants to govern you. That's what it's about. Not about having all these circumstances in your life. You spill your coffee or whatever it is. <laughs> and I know the other the companion to this, the people who think the devil causes every adverse circumstance in your life. That's not true either. Thought it was important to share these things, and I hope it's helpful to you. Because the truth of the matter is in so many cases, so many cases, this is little more than superstition that's what we fall into God's out to get me yeah is that helpful for you I hope so I really hope so this texture hits it on the head from the upstate rain falls on the just and the unjust alike it's really that simple. I think where, where so many of us get into trouble is we try to spiritualize everything. <laughs> and sometimes there's just no spiritual meaning in just human things that happen to us and happen to us all. And to get out of that thinking, to try to find meaning in every single item it's liberating to get rid of that. Just live. Live. Much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. Let us see what we have here on the text line. We start here. Hmm. Hmm. This person says, agree a thousand percent. Moses had a lot of setbacks. He could actually talk with God. That being said, 
My last week of work before retirement made me wonder if Luckier was trying to make me say do something stupid or if God was trying to show that I should have quit two weeks earlier. (laughs) Really? Sounds like an interesting story. Vince, I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious. (laughs) I've never heard that before. You created a word, stitious. Always nice hearing a Faith Focus Friday message from Pastor Coakley. (laughs) That's funny. Have a great day. Have faith. Stay focused. And TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. That's a good one. I heard it expressed that way, Jeff. Vince, I wish you would let pastors or real Christians preach to others. The way you curse and talk, you surely are not a real Christian. Not according to my Bible. I hope you really get saved. (laughs) I'm serious. This is scary. God bless you. I'm serious. I'm I'm not being, not trying to be uh, obnoxious here. (laughs) God bless you. I really mean that. Uh, You know, Vince, I'm so sick and tired of the violence in this community and in this country, more specifically with young blacks, but no one dares talk about it because it doesn't fit the everything is racist narrative. But I can see with my own two eyes who's affected most when it comes to violent crime. Oh, my goodness. And it's black people. You are so right. So right. This is heartbreaking to me to watch. Because again, um, I don't want to give too much away here. But I may as well just go on into it. Because it it's really is on my heart. And, and I, th- I think I've kind of communicated this before my friend who wrote the book dealing with a lot of misnomers in the black community Will Riley I think he kind of touched on this in in basically the idea that most most murders for instance are inter intraracial in the sense that blacks are killing blacks, whites are killing black, you know, whites are killing whites. I, and, and I, I remind you of this idea, beginning with ourselves. You know where where Jesus talks about taking the splinter out of your own eye, so you can see the plank. You know, take the plank out of your own eye, so you can see the splinter in your neighbor's eye. I think if we owned our own sin first we own the sins of our own people first we would see a revolution in this country and I mean in a good way like in the black community if we owned our problems we owned our own systemic problems like out of wedlock births and the violence, if we address these things, fatherlessness, can you imagine what the black community would look like 20 years from now? I'm just saying. 
But instead, we're going to go on this hunt to try to find a racist behind every chair. When nobody does more damage to us than us. This is true individually. This is also true for any people. Even to Christians. I've heard the expression, Christians the only army that shoots its own wounded. It's true. I found from some of my friends in the gay community. It's a cruel place. Nobody does more harm to other gay people than gay people. Pick any group, any subgroup. Nobody harms those folks more than the people in it. We have to understand this. And if we all looked at life this way and addressed our issues this way, rather than trying to find the other, blacks trying to find white people trying to harm them, gays trying to constantly look for people committing hate crimes against them. Do you see what I'm saying? Why don't we look within? first to ourselves and find that nobody does more harm I know this in my own life nobody has done more harm to me than me if we start there what kind of world might we have I'm just saying then we can begin to see some real progress Take a quick call from Jim here in Charlotte. Got about a minute, Jim. Yeah, Vince. I'm waiting politically for the right uh, candidate to get into these big city black communities and take that very message to them, Vince. I don't see anybody doing it on either the R or D side. Certainly not on the D side but because they're all getting the five half a million dollar salaries from the city. I just don't see it, Vince. When are we going to get a politician that will take that message in the black community and 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 turn? We can turn this country politically almost overnight if we did it. Well, let me just say this, and I think this is really important. Let's take the politics away from it. Can we just focus on the humanity part of this, Jim? Because this should not be allowed to continue. Uh, I very much appreciate your call and your heart. Uh, I'm. It's time for somebody to take on this challenge. It's time. Past time. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.